The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Our guest today is Greg Poulin, General Manager of Compete.com. You may know Compete for the customer research data. That's uh, where you can do a search on your competitors or even your own site. Um, I think that we use it. We use it all the time. Um, And basically, it gives you data uh, about companies and their traffic. Um, We've built it into a number of uh, things that we produce on a regular basis uh, Greg has some insights to share with Virginia about their findings on the natural versus paid search space. I think that's something that we're all going to care about. Um, we're going to go over a few things in the industry, hit some highlights. There's uh, three pieces of news that might be worth it. Um, what is the news? Well, I, I really think that the the pairing of, of Greg with kind of the news stories we're talking about is a really good one. Um because of the natural versus paid search. I mean, obviously, Hitwise's numbers came out this month, and it shows a drop in search, uh, in Yahoo search and Bing search. And then Google gained, and so did Ask, although that sort of is, <laughs> you know, zero divided by zero is whatever. Um, but the point being that, you know, 71% supposedly of searches go to Google right now and I mean where does that come from when when Google or when when Yahoo and Bing have been you know basically gaining ever since Bing was announced well and the changes are coming through Yahoo real quick too we've just recently heard that search submit program the paid inclusion program from Yahoo is going to be um, well it's going to shut its doors at the end of the year yeah and that's, I mean, that's huge news. Well, the Search Submit Pro trusted feed component, uh, and we were authorized as agency under that, uh, was really designed for brands. It was the way Yahoo was able to make sure that big brands that had highly volatile inventories of products and things like that were able to at least get their products fed into the uh, index. And it had predated the XML feeds. So let's admit that, you know, you got to be able to do these things. The problem is, if you were in the feed, you weren't in a spidering process, which means once it's discontinued, 
there's a very good chance a lot of the brands will disappear from the Yahoo results. At least for a while. That would be crazy. That would be insane. Do you insane. think that maybe they'll start their indexing efforts ahead of time? Because if I was a brand that was involved in the Search Submit Pro, Pro and all of a sudden was like, all right, well, I've got till the end of the year, and then after that I'm out of the index and have to start from square one? Well, this might be an indicator that Bing expects at the end of the year for the Yahoo site to be using the Bing results. So you don't have to worry about Yahoo results anymore. Well, or at least using their index. Yeah, their index. And, well, I don't think they're going to convert the algorithm on Yahoo to anything. If Yahoo is going to get out of the indexing business, I think we're going to see Bing results. And the SSP termination date might be an indicator of when Bing is going to be more prominent between the two engines. If that is the case, this... Uh, 16.38% of the traffic going to Yahoo. Where do you think it's going to go? Do you think it's going to go all of it to Bing? Or 70% goes to Google? I think half. I think that, that, that Bing will pick up about you know half of that 16% and, and Google will pick up the rest of it. You know, if, if what's keeping people on Yahoo is that they like their results... That's one thing. If it's just inertia, you know, they have their homepage set to Yahoo, and that's why they use Yahoo. Then they're gonna then they're gonna use Bing when it switches over that. Yeah, but the but, the biggest search on Yahoo is still the word Google. Right. Well, then see, eight percent of people will continue to look for Google on Yahoo or on Bing in this case, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then everyone else will have learned that you can actually go to the website directly. <laughs> right, and 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 then Google will have control over all search and really we will have to stop calling it search engine optimization and we'll just call it google optimization and you know and then they can write new articles about how evil google optimization is of course (laughs) of course well we've got some stuff coming um ask is increasing bing is decreasing and uh long tail searches are increasing too yeah, more more words in in the search feed, and and I've noticed that I'm doing it myself. You know, here, yeah. it's it's you know I I know because I'm already used to you know doing searches that doing a shorter term search is not going to get me the results I want. So I throw in all these other qualifiers just to narrow it down as much as possible. I actually start with longer queries and shorten it up. I think is kind of where I'm I'm going. I found that I search for longer phrases, and if I don't find what I want, I substitute words out of the longer phrase. Yeah. I don't go down to a two-word phrase and then rebuild. Um, I have looked at the recommended query links that are at the bottom of the page. You know how Google adds eight links down there? Yeah. There's seldom what I'm looking for. They're, <laughs> not, they're not as targeted as one would like. Um, it depends on, depends on what I'm looking for. If I'm looking for something medical... Usually, like, those are helpful because, like, it'll it'll give me a different direction. It'll give me more what other people are, are looking for in that kind of space. or And so those words are right because I don't have the vocabulary to search for it. But if it's something that I know what I'm talking about, they're never right. <laughs> yeah. Well, with fewer than half the searches right now being two, one or two words, yeah. everybody's searching for three or more words. Um, I think it's interesting to find that eight or more words went up yeah, uh, significantly during the period. Lots so 
um, you know, that's that's a change in the way people are searching. Uh, it may be that there's a little frustration involved in there. Yeah. They're, they're not as believing with the population of pages in the index now, now that they're spidering more pages, right. that just a generic term will give them something thereafter. Right, and there's so many more producers now. You know, everybody can publish up on the web, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think people trust that the algorithms are good enough to do it on their own, so they're getting more refined. All right, well, we've got to take a quick break, but stay right there. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia Nessie, and I'm joined by Greg Polin, General Manager of Compete.com, an online research web traffic and analytics company. Thank you for coming on the show, Greg. Thanks for having me, Virginia. So before the break, we were talking about the latest movements in market share by the search engines, as well as how Yahoo shutting down search submit might affect the engine and the overall search market. And all these traffic and market share trends fall squarely in the domain of what Compete.com does. So can we start with some background info on Compete? Um, What do you do? Sure. So, as you said earlier, Compete is a market research company, online behavioral market research company. It was founded in about 2000 by Bill Gross, who also did the Overture. Um, So we come from a background, heavy data. Uh, We collect data from about 2 million Internet users that have given us permission to analyze what they do on a daily basis. Uh, Compete Pro, the 
the product, the syndicated product, provides that data at, at a syndicated level to users so they can analyze it and look at what people are doing online at any given time. Very cool. Um, and actually, just earlier this month, Compete Pro launched some new features, right? That's right. So it's actually been a really exciting time for Compete.com and Compete Pro. This is about, I believe it's our fifth quarter in a row that we've released new product and features into the product. So uh, we're very busy on that end. So recently what we did was we uh, released paid and natural keyword breakdowns. Previously we had the keywords listed that were driving to a site, but now we're breaking out between paid and natural. Uh, We also have historical referral data available in some pretty robust filters, but we're working on those. We always tend to say we want people to take action on our data, so now we're actually trying to implement that into the tool so they can take the action that they need to take. That's excellent because, yeah, that's the thing with the with having so much data. It's like filtering it out, finding what you can do with it. But, you know, with some of these new functionalities like the paid versus natural, which has got to be a huge benefit for marketers to have at their fingertips, with all this data that's being parsed out, you've actually been able to draw some interesting connections about the behavior and paid versus natural keywords. Can you tell us about your findings? Sure. So there's. I think you said earlier that previously you had talked about Yahoo Search Summit closing down at the end of the year. Um, so what we find is, like, you know, Google's still a really big player, but there is really good value in both Yahoo and Bing right now in terms of, uh, making sure you're optimized for SEO, but also that you're in the same, showing up at the same time for paid search. The double whammy there, uh, you know, I hate to use the term whammy, but the, <laughs> the, the benefit of that is that conversions are higher when you show up earlier and more often within people's behavior. So, for instance, people search really generically at the beginning, but then they get very, very uh, exact near the end. But if you don't show up in the beginning, then they're not going to know who you are and trust you at the end. So showing up at the beginning and the end is really important for that. Um, but besides that, we you know recently we did a study with uh, Dove was doing some d- display ad campaigns and. We were trying to tie together behavior of display ads with search, and it actually is pretty interesting because what they did was display ads, but what ended up happening was from a control group to the actual people who saw the ads, the behavior was up about 700% for search activity from seeing those ads. So that's on our blog. You guys can check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, but it, it's really good indicator that marketing does work online, and then being able to see that benefit of, of doing that is important too. That's very interesting. And the blog you can find at blog.compete.com. That's correct. Um, so also um, last year, well, we're coming back to the holiday season. And last year you were writing on the blog about um, some of the findings that Compete was, was getting as far as um, trends and searches. And you wrote about how Walmart had this smashing success for the holiday season and that uh, the company's Black Friday marketing really helped it pull ahead of the competition. Um, So do you have any thoughts on how the 2009 holiday season might play out based on, you know, the larger trends you've seen this year or the things that you've seen in the past or even early indicators this year? Yeah, so from what, you know, I just started getting back into it because it's ramping up really soon. Um, Early indicators are that, you know, Walmart is going to be a big player in this space this year. They were last year, but they also, um, 
have aggressively gone after Amazon recently with their book pricing online. And one of the benefits for Walmart in that is that you can pick up those books in the store. You can buy them online, pick them in the store. And they're really promoting that heavily. So I would watch for Walmart to really have some quantum leaps this year. They came out recently, I think it was yesterday, and said that they not only want to be the Walmart of the world, they want to be the Walmart of the web, too, and they're aggressively going after Amazon this year. So early indicators are that they're positioned really well right now uh, in terms of keywords driving their site. They're well positioned with Black Friday sites, even more so than last year. So their traffic is up 23% year over year, and I, I see them as really having a banner year. Target's trying to get into that space, too, so I would see them as trying to nibble at the heels of them, but it's going to be a race between Walmart and Amazon for Black Friday this year. That's fascinating, because last year Amazon was also one of the top players. Are they? Um, do they seem to be maybe uh, struggling a little bit this year? No, I would, so <laughs> you know they're huge. They're not going to struggle. They're going to make. They're going to make their money. They are very competitively going at it with with Walmart right now. So you know, I think Walmart dropped their book prices down to nine dollars on the web. Amazon immediately matched that, and I would look them to continue to do the same. Uh, I think the benefit for Walmart is their relationships with Black Friday sites seem to be really strong right now. Um, and they push a lot of traffic through to Walmart. So anybody searching keywords for Black Friday or deals, any coupons or anything related to that will end up at a Black Friday site that has a good relationship with Walmart. So I would look for them to execute really well on that strategy. Um, and the in-store thing is interesting because they do have a lot of stores that people then go to the store and actually purchase more things than they would online. So that's a little bit better benefit for Walmart than Amazon. I love two things about this that we can see like under the like behind the wall of these two huge corporations strategies for the holidays and also does this maybe suggest that uh e-commerce um marketer or business owner might want to be targeting this black friday traffic sure so i yeah you know it's interesting you say that because E-commerce sites typically know that they have to do it. They just don't know when and where. What I'm seeing is that as early as 11-1, we're going to start seeing the ramp-up of this happening. So normally it happens about November 10th, but this year the indicators are that the Sunday after Halloween, so Halloween falls on a Saturday this year, Mm -hmm. the Sunday after Halloween is going to be a big push, not only in print but also online, to get people to start shopping for for, um, the holidays. Cool. Well, I guess we'll see that real soon. Um, yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. Okay, so then here's another interesting thing that comes out of Compete. You have this huge base of opt-in, um, well, I guess they're your your data source. Um, Two million people, you said. Um, so behavioral da- data and targeting has lately been the source of some controversy. I think it's it's people that feel maybe that um, being targeted by ads due to their behavior is infringing in their privacy in some way. But, you know, Compete is in a slightly different boat having all these opt-in users. But um, would you say to a marketer, what would you say to a marketer or advertiser interested in behavioral targeting but unsure of where to start because of this cautious relationship? Yeah, that's a great question. 
Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, we so we don't do behavioral advertising. We do research into behaviors, right? Um, sure. But my, for my own take on it, is that it's it's another way for you to be able to target who you think that is the highest converting person for your company, right? So I would say, you know, starting out, you really have to know who is the person who is your highest converting person that you need to find value in, right? So look at your own data and determine who is that person and how do you get to them, right? Some easy steps to do that is looking at your local analytics and seeing, you know, people who actually purchased or converted through a lead form and what their, what their makeup was. Uh, there's some tools and services that you can then find sites that are like that. Instead of going deep diving right into a behavioral targeting platform, you could actually go into like Google Ad Planner and find demographic and you know location related uh, topics or um, filters, and then be able to then find the sites that have those those people going to it. One thing that I will caution people on is that just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Um, <laughs> a recent example of that is I read an article about this pant company that people are raving about, the men's pants. Uh, we ended up going to the website, you know, when I got to work. The next thing I know, for the next week, I'm seeing ads everywhere I go for that website. I was just curious about <laughs> I was just curious about what they do. I didn't really want to buy pants or anything, but now all I see is their ads, and it's really annoying me. So I don't mind that they're doing that. It's more, okay, get a little creative. If I go to your website and then you leave, I leave and you're trying to get me back, find a better way than just showing me the same ad 50,000 times. So the caution is that, yeah, I might have gone to your website, and you may be trying to get me back to go to your website. Be creative and make sure that you're doing it in a way that doesn't bother people. That's excellent advice. And you can read more from Compete.com on the site as well as the company blog, blog blog.compete.com, where the Compete team is constantly sharing fascinating data about the web, search terms, search activity, and Compete Pro. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Greg. Thanks, Virginia. Appreciate it. All right. It's time for a quick break. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Here's your bill. 
Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan Esparza, and I have a full house here today. I've got Virginia Nussie, Michael Terry, and Derek Gross. Um, so as you may or may not know, I'm a big comic book geek. Uh, go to Comic-Con every year down in San Diego. Derek, also a big comic geek. And, nice. of course, earlier this month... The world of Search and Superheroes collided um, with David Harry's really awesome League of Awesome Optimizers. And Virginia got to be a, a character in, in this League of Awesome Optimizers. So, Yes, but I think that this is a joy that everyone needs to share. So I wanted to, everybody to be like, well, if I was an SEO superhero, my superpower would be fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Fill so, in the blank. So we, we got pulled in here to, to throw out what our superpowers would be? Uh-huh. Okay. We're here for our expertise in comics. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Terry's here because he's an SEO. Okay. See? It's, that all works out. Uh, I, I think the, the superpower that I really wish I had on a, on a regular basis is, <laughs> like, super convincing powers. That when you're talking to some of the more skeptical clients out there or uh, people who maybe aren't quite as as sure about this whole SEO thing and you're telling them, no, look, I do this for a living and I understand that these are the things that really work, please trust me. You know? Or let's at least give it the, 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 the chance. Let's put it out there. I mean, there's, there are often clients that will be very resistant because they don't understand. And uh, I think that would be very nice to be able to just, you know, you know, use the hypnotic eyeball thing and start spinning a room and suddenly say, yes, master, and they do what I say, and then everything goes great, and then they realize that they should have listened to us in the first place. <laughs> right. So, so you're a con- your, your power is convincing people. Yes. Excellent. Or, or hypnotizing them and, you know. But that could become abusive in a that very good way. That could become abusive. <laughs> so only for good. Only for good. No. We only use our powers for good. <laughs> you didn't say that. So we can, we, can we relate these powers to any like real superheroes or supervillains that has a power like that? Is there a superhero that you guys know of that actually does have superpowers of persuasion? Um, I can think of a couple off the top of my head who have like telepathy. That would kind of work. Well, that would be the other one I'd mention is for those of us that uh, have ever been out to one of the trade shows or two and you hear some of the representatives from the various engines, they're on some of the panels, they make announcements, <laughs> and if you had mind-reading powers, you can, number one, go through all of the vague comments that they're really saying and, and get to, to what, they, what, what they're not telling you. You know what you. we need? Yeah. We need Wonder Woman's lasso. <laughs> so we can just throw it around Matt Cuts and be like, tell us the truth. <laughs> Answer the whole question. What do you mean when you say almost never? <laughs> That's like, you know, mostly dead. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> alive. What do you mean almost never? 
<laughs> we know we're on to you. That, that's exactly what we need. Right. I was I was thinking that just being able to, to peer into their minds and say, okay, what you said is not what quite what I think you meant. And then you go <laughs> and kind of pick that apart and say, ah, oh, this is what you really meant. Yeah, yeah definitely. What about um, the power to be a chameleon? It seems like, you know, you, if the first step of SEO is to match your competitors, then you would... But, I mean, I guess that's kind of bad. You don't want to blend in. Well, it's, it's also not always about matching the Joneses. It's, a, it's understanding what is working well for you and what is working well for those in the same space. And sometimes it is a matter of matching some of the other sites if there's some good behavior to, to follow. But one other que- yeah, one qualifier is that we want to make sure that clients don't come in and say, I want to be just like them, and then they start emulating whoever they are and find out that they have a crappy site that is – you know, winning because of one good thing despite many bad things. And so perhaps that may not be the, the best one to have, although, you know, you, you could use that to hide, again, at conferences and then, you know, <laughs> listen in on conversations. Why and, do all of your <laughs> ideas turn evil, like, immediately? <laughs> well, you notice, what is that? You, you notice I didn't mention X-ray vision, so we'll just... Uh, We're <laughs> moving on. Michael Terry, what would your superpower be? Um... It's so hard because if you don't constrain yourself, well, then I guess my superpower would just make me go to the top of the rankings for every <laughs> keyword I wanted. <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> or maybe it would be invisibility so I could sneak into the Googleplex and uh, inspect the engineer's code directly and see how the alg- ranking algorithm works. Although I don't think that would be as helpful as it would sound at first glance just because it's so complex and there's so many interactions in the code that you can just predictably say what was going to happen depending on the parameters, not in your own head. You would actually have to run your own programs to predict what would happen, even if you had access to the source code, I imagine. Um, so you could uh, be like Neo <clears throat> and be like the epic hacker. Yeah. yeah, it could be a super hacker. like yeah. um, Or... Um, Another cool superpower would be to be able to actually pick the text that showed up on your in the SERPs for your result, like because then you could precisely make them into advertisements to get people to click on them instead of them just being randomly generated by Google. Um, uh, I can't think of any others. Are there any content writing powers? I know David was interesting in the way that he described the weird experiment that was the siren but um, (laughs) I don't know I think mine like I'm I always say I'm not really good at generating the content on my own but I can rework other people's content like nobody's business you know and I'm really good at like coming up with headlines and stuff that's what what I think now that's what I think my talent is you're already a superhero is that I'm a superhero (laughs) I am a superhero my secret identity cannot be disclosed um, but oh, yeah. really? Because that that name that we were talking about earlier, I oh, think Lord. is really good. I think it's an awesome name. Yeah. but uh, which is we can't reveal it on the radio <laughs> <laughs> because then everyone would know. But yeah, that that's my superpower. My superpower is like creating those those short little title tags and the headlines that that <clears> draw <throat> people in and draw engines in and, and play that balance there. Another cool. Um, power to have would be to be in two places at once so you can attend all the industry conferences and yet still have a career. You know what we need? <laughs> I was thinking stopping time would be Yeah, uh-huh. that would be sweet. I would like to be able to rewind so that I can rewind as speakers at conferences and get down that last bit of the slide uh, that I missed because they went too fast while I'm live, live, live blogging. That's evil. 
slow down your slides, man. <laughs> or at least don't put 40 lines on them. I can't type that fast. And then you could also, like, stop time and then go up on the podium and pull their underwear over their heads. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> But that would just closer. be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of time for this week's show. If you have internet marketing questions or topics you want to hear about, send them to SEM Synergy at BruceClay.com. Visit SEMSynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing the show. Thanks to Greg Pullen of Compete.com for sharing his expertise with us. And thanks to everyone listening. This is Virginia asking you to come back next week for more industry insights and experts. Until next week, thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.